welcome to another episode of Basketball Daddy Podcast. I'm your host, Keith. This episode, I'm going to go over some observations from the first month of the NBA season and talk about some surprise top first-round players, first 20 players, top 20 players in fantasy. So here we go. One of the first observations of the first month in the NBA I want to talk about is the back and back, back to back games. Now, if you were, remember drafting a month ago, more than a month ago, there was a lot of talks about back to back games that stars would sit out. Teams would want to low manage their players and sit out back to back, front end of back to back, the back end of back to back. Basically, the feel you get is like star players going to sit out all the back to backs. Talk about Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant, Chris Porzingis when he comes back, and of course the the king of low management and sitting out back to back Kawhi Leonard. And as it turned out, none of that is really impacting the fantasy season. Kawhi is not sitting back to back. Chris Tapp is playing back to back. LeBron is playing back to back. Durant, he he plays some back to back, but he. He's getting some days off, but I give him a pass because he came off of uh, ACL surgery. And then Westbrook, while he did set out some front, front end or back-to-back, there isn't much to talk about. Westbrook, he's, he's injured, so there's that. But Kawhi, Kawhi is playing back-to-back. LeBron is playing back-to-back. Just, and even MB. MB is really the other big one. He's also playing back to back. So, in terms of the superstars setting out back to back, that's not a that's not a thing anymore. Once the season started in the first month, and I think that's gonna be the norm going forward. This trend has led to some players that usually not found in the top twelve inside the top twelve the season so far. First is Joel MB. He's playing all his games. He has some sit out because of COVID and some other issues, but largely he doesn't sit out back to backs and he's producing at a high rate. He's top ten right now in fantasy. Kevin Durant at number three is not a surprise. But perhaps is a surprise it's a pleasant surprise because a lot of people were worried whether he can get back to form. He was ranked um, outside the top 10 in many drafts, uh, outside the top 5 easily in almost every ranking. But he's top 3, easily top 5 player going forward, Kevin Durant. Another player that's really surprising is Malcolm Brockton. Malcolm Brockton is top 12 in fantasy this season. He's averaging career highs in threes, almost three threes a game, 1.6 steals. He's shooting 46% and 90% from free throw. None of this is uh, sustainable, I think. I mean, he's doubling his three-point shoot shooting. He's tripling his steals rate. So some of that might regress, but it's still a great start from him. For the first month, Malcolm Brockton. 
inside the top 12. Another surprise, Zach Levine is averaging career highs 27 points, three and a half threes, shooting over 50%, 87% from the free throw line, five rebounds, five and a half assists, 1.6 steals. That's uh that's easily in, puts him into a first round conversation, Zach Levine. Although I think some of this will drop off. I mean, they they can't be this good. I mean, Chicago Bulls are not this good, and maybe the new coach has a has a plan for him to be the star, and uh, he's benefiting from that. But looks like Zach Levine can easily stay in the top 20 this year. Another player, also a shooting guard, is CJ McCallum. For the first two weeks, CJ McCallum was the best player in the NBA, or the best fantasy player. He was easily a top three in any format, CJ McCallum, points, category, you name it. He was shooting lights out, 28 points, four threes, assists, rebounds, or, or just at highs that you never seen from him, CJ McCallum. CJ is usually like 20 points, three rebounds, four assists, and three threes, but he's taking up another level. He's also the second primary playmaker, more responsibility, more volume, more scoring. He and uh, Damon Lillard, easily the highest scoring backcourt since God knows when. As of this recording, CJ McCallum is dealing with a a month-long absence for, due to injury to his spring leg, and that's and that's uh, unfortunate. But at right now, he's still inside the first round as a top 12 guy, CJ McCallum. So that's a surprise. I think rest of the season he can easily maintain a top 30 finish from here uh, once he comes back from injury. Assuming assuming he comes back from injury 100%. Jeremy Grant is easily the most surprising star of this new season. He's uh, inside the top 12, averaging 25.6 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a block, shooting 85% from the line, 46% from the field, and multiple threes. The big thing about Jeremy Grant is his volume. He never handled this much well. I mean, he basically doubled what he did in Oklahoma City when he averaged about 13 points a game. He's averaging 25 points per game. That's insane. That's an insane uh, average increase. That's almost like as insane as Brandon Ingram last year. Brandon Ingram increased his scoring average by like 10 points, but Jeremy Grant doubled his best scoring average. And he's doing it at a high free throw volume, shooting 85%. He was, for his career, he's in the low 70s. And he was he was at best 75% from the line. And before that, he shot under 70% for many years. And now he's at 85%, 25 points per game. That contract you got really, really, uh, he really lived up to it. That's Jeremy Grant for Detroit. He's easily Jeremy Grant, that is easily better than his uncle and easily better than his dad, Jeremy Grant, and easily better than all his brothers. Julius Randle is easily inside the top 24 this year. 
Julius Randle a surprise because for so many years he was this mid-round guy and he was so terrible with his percentages. This year is a totally different person. So take a look. Career average, he, was, he averaged 73% from the line at high volume, like four or five games. This season, he is averaging six attempts at 80%. Also, he's shooting more shots than he has ever, averaging a career-high 16 shot attempts, averaging career-high four three-point attempts at 1.4 makes, also a career-high. His three-point percentage ties his career high at 34%. He upped his rebound by two from 9.7 to 11.6. He doubled his assists from three to six. He's leading the New York Knicks to a 500 record, which is night and day compared to all the seasons past. Julius Randle, I mean, shooting 80% and 46% from the field is wonderful. 1.4 1.4 threes is wonderful. 22 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. That That is astronomical based on what he has done in the past. Chris Boucher is easily also a top 30 player this season. And I guess it's a surprise if you're down on him, if you had some doubts whether Nick Nurse, his coach, trusts him at all. Uh, maybe you think he's a split time with Aaron Baines but if you're bullish on him if you believe him this is not a surprise two threes two blocks 15 points six rebounds 58% from the field um, also 78% from the line these are all great highs for Chris Boucher and he's a full-blown it's a full-blown monster right now in fantasy. Everything that you thought he could do, everything you thought it was possible, giving the runs, all his per-minute, before all his per-minute um, metrics that tells that he could be a monster has come true. It's actually like a dream come true for Chris Boucher owners. So enjoy the ride. Of course, another shot-blocking monster that's a Minor surprises, Miles Turner. All the numbers are similar to what he done previous season, but four blocks a game cannot be ignored. I mean, he's just winning that all by himself, winning that category for you every week, and putting you top just by himself in rotisserie. Miles Turner. You, know, you always knew that you had he had this in him. He led the league in blocks before, but at four. That's uh, historical. The last guy to do that was the Kemi Matumbo when he was playing for the Hawks. Yeah, that's a long, long time ago. I'm not going to date myself how long that was. But easily, easily 20 years ago. Another player who's not a surprise but made a big jump is Christian Wood. Easily a top 40 player this season. Edging 20 points, 10 rebounds, a 3, a block. You know, shooting... 55% from the field and you know coming in he was a very fuzzy guy he's a very high upside guy very popular mid-round pick and uh, he's uh, living up to that hype Christian Wood 
correction on Christian Wood's line. He's actually averaging 23 points per game, 11 rebounds, 1.8 blocks, 1.8 threes, shooting at 53% from the field. That's Christian Wood. Another surprise, pleasant surprise, but is Mike Conley. He's playing like a top 50 player this season. 16 points, 6 assists, 1.5 steals, 3 threes, shooting 46% from the field. Um, that's a far cry from when he looked like he was washed last year. He was finished like outside the top 60, uh, top 70 even. And now he's already back to 50 easily inside the top 50 for Mike Conley. Lastly is uh, also a pleasant surprise, McCall Bridges. I always thought McCall Bridges had this in him. And even last season, we thought he could break out like that. And he kind of shows that potential, flash that during the bubble, which is why the Suns uh, traded away Kelly Oubre. McCall Bridges is averaging 2.73s, 15 points, 6 rebounds. 1.8 assists at only half a turnover. So that's a 3 to 1 turnover assist turnover ratio. And then he's averaging a block. Shooting over 50% from the field and 80% from the line. That's McCall Bridges. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can subscribe to me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, among other platforms. You can follow me at bb.dpodcast on Twitter or at basketball.dpodcast on Instagram. Thank you again for listening. See you next time.